0: Oh, Yo, Thought Warriors. What is up? Our learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan.
1: And it is me, Rachel Lindsay. I'm feeling, you know, I was a little down last time, Van. I feel good. Down. I mm. feel refreshed. I needed a weekend. And you know what else I needed? What'd you need? The Thought Warriors and the community that we have. I can't tell you how many Thought Warriors reached out to me, uplifted me, they did. Said they felt bad for me, they heard me, told me to keep going, sent me words of encouragement. I wish I could respond to you all, but I'm responding to you here to let you know that I that I saw it. So thank you.
0: How many uh, of them did you respond to?
1: Van, let's not well, ruin what you said, the wait, moment. wait, wait, wait.
0: You said you couldn't respond to you, see, you said you couldn't respond to them all. I know you can't respond to them all. You got a big following. The question is, how many did you respond to?
1: Way to bring me down, man. I, I respond not you to, to bring you
0: down. <laughs> but I'm you called asking. me out. But you called, called me, called me
1: out. out. I'm like, it was really. You, you will feel You called me out when I'm about to tell you the number.
0: Zeklo Zekelo zero. Two, two.
1: Okay, that's okay. You responded to some people. I wasn't trying to call you out. It was a, it, I mean, compared to the number that wrote, but I, you know, I'm I'm doing it here because I right. I I know we come yeah. here to listen to each mm-hmm. other. So you respond, know, respond to how it many irrelevant, irrelevant.
0: Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. the reality is that y- your energy in the last podcast was somebody. It was it, understandable, by the way, the energy of someone who's been through. You know the ringer the couple of days a nice, couple of nice
1: days nice word there you go shout out Bill, <laughs> jeff and,
0: uh, i love it. it it somebody who's been through and it, it makes sense you're a human being you're a human being but you were able to get your mind off all of that stuff and kind of get back to things that's right. uh, this past weekend you know who else that's is getting right. back to things i saw this people keep sending me these pictures Who? chip and dale
1: oh yeah
0: chip and dale are getting back to things
1: I, I don't think they're getting there. I think they're already there.
0: They're back. You, you. What are your feel? What are your feelings on this?
1: Oh, what I'm are not your gonna feeling, say too much.
0: What are your feelings on Chip and Dale getting back together?
1: Clearly, I have spoken out about Dale. Right. Uh-huh. I've said he's not going to be Michael Strahan. Right. I've said he's in this for the fame. I said right. he used my poor girl Claire, and I stand by those statements. I'm not going to take it back just because I've seen them. You know. Flaunting their relationship in Florida and having a good time. My girl looks happy. I'm happy for Claire. I will say I spoke with Claire about two weeks ago. And I'm just a little shocked that she's back. What I'm now seeing. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. People send me the pictures of Chip and Dale on the beach. I saw them. Have you seen these pictures? Them on the beach. Seen the pictures of them on the beach. Chip looks happy. She looks happy. happy. Dale. Not as much definition as I think. I got to be honest
1: with you. As in his body? I thought Dale would be more cut. So he's been eating his feelings, is what I, you're saying.
0: I, I, I think I think we're on our way to pot Billy Dale.
1: <laughs> okay. I, oh, I, only, I, I'm, I'm being honest. That's saw not about the pictures i saw the pictures only picture. one person responded this because way. Because
0: <laughs> this is the way it starts. See here, what people don't understand is what happens when people get famous. When people get famous, you all the pleasures of the world start to become a little bit more available to you. Yes. See, now what's probably happening to Dale, Dale was probably before he was getting his cardio in, you know, he was, he was doing the ab roller. You know what I'm saying? He was doing the, 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 he was doing lots of toning, right? Because he was doing low weight, high reps, because he likes to keep his cuts, right? Sure. But now, Dale goes on the Bachelorette, he becomes like a big deal. What's probably happening now is people are saying, hey, people from Gold Belly are reaching out. See, this happens for this happens for real, like for for like right now, I'm trying to lose weight. Right, I've picked up 15 pounds since the pandemic. I'm trying to lose weight. Okay. Here's the thing, there's a guy that works for Kellogg's. Shout out to him. Okay, he liked the other podcast that I was doing with the Ringer way down in the hole.
1: Oh, I so, saw WeeBay today. where
0: did you see? Where, where, where was he at? Just around <laughs> On L.A. The street. I know On the
1: street. Yeah. I was driving up and I was like, right. Like, I hit the meme. I was like, that's way back. I I once saw him at a 7
0: Eleven on Fairfax and Pico. You know, you just see these guys around the wire. (laughs) The wire actors, you just see them around LA. It's a lot of different people. (laughs) So, this guy, he's gonna, he's got cups for me and Jamel. I still have to give Jamel a cup. And um, then he goes, You know, I also work for Kellogg's. He goes, What Kellogg's products do you like? And I was like, uh, Well, what are the Kellogg's products? And he Mm -hmm. goes, Oh, we have Pop Tarts, we have Pringles. Uh, oh, wow. We have Cheez-Its. And I was like, well, I like all three of those things. I like Pop-Tarts, I like Pringles, and I like Cheez-Its. I thought he'd send me a couple of boxes of uh, all of these things, right? No. Hell no. Hell no. He sent literally like Always. 60 boxes of Cheez-Its.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He sent like two or three cartons, like huge things of Pringles. And then he sent all of these Pop-Tarts, and the Pop-Tarts uh, were un—they were unfrosted. Um, but great so, guy. You,
1: so you didn't like that?
0: Great, no, it was great. Fine, whatever. I don't, it's a, well, great guy. But what I'm saying is, that's what's happening to Dale right now. Dale's probably going through the drive-thru or he's, and people, and he's trying to get a salad, but people are like, yo, I just, I put two extra Whoppers in there for you, Dale. And that's probably why he doesn't have any sections in his stomach right now. It's like he's. Okay.
1: I'm That's not what's happening. I, I'm just
0: saying. I, I, I that,
1: personally that, think he wasn't getting those box of cheez and um, Pop Tarts and uh, whatever else you Pringles that you name. Right. I think that pe- people turned on Dell. You know, after Dell autographed his apology, people turned on him. He thought that people would be on his side because a lot of people really talked about Claire, but they didn't. They were Team Claire. Mm-hmm. I think that there's something going on here with Dell. But as I learned a long time ago, you do not get involved in other people's relationships. My girl looks happy. Great, she's happy. I'm not offering what yeah. I think she should do with Dell. You know, good, I, I'm good for you chipping,
0: Dale. Well, I'm telling you is, Dale, I've just Dale, you're in great shape. You look great. You're a very, very attractive. Just leave man. it there. I'm telling you, Dale, it happens quick. It ha- <laughs> Dale. You sound I,
1: like a scorned man. Like how old is My Dale? Goodness. Like
0: 31, 32? I don't know. I was 360 Duncan at that age. I'm telling you, Dale, right now. Dale. It happens fast, bro. Now, I'm on the road back. I'm doing good. I lost nine pounds last week. Nine.
1: That's a, in a week?
0: Wow. Ooh, come on, baby. When we do it, we do it. When we do it, we do it. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back to tip-top in no time flat. But I tell you one thing, Dale. The road down is very delicious. Just be careful, bro. <laughs> the road down. Just be careful. I wonder if... Let me ask you a question. Hmm? Do you think that Claire would stay with Dale if he packed on
1: I fitty? do. I you do. Think he packs on Claire. 50. Is, yes, Claire's loyal. Claire's faithful. Now, if you ask me if Claire did, would Dell stay? No.
0: So if, if if Claire, if Claire just, you know, if she had a little bit more, you don't know, think... Cause Claire, Claire got some curves now. Claire kind of fine. Yeah, I'm no. not gonna lie. Yeah, Claire. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, Claire. Claire got it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. You know, it, it was hard to see on the show sometimes because they I don't know. Sometimes the women on the show, it seems like they they dress too. I, I don't like gowns.
1: I don't that's, think that's how they that's how they want the Bachelorettes to be. What they want them to be in, like very patchy gowns. gowns.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like the. I don't think gowns are very flattering.
1: I can see that because they're heavy, the thick yeah. material.
0: Right, right. I, is
1: mm-hmm. is it?
0: Do women? Uh, do guys still like look at a woman in like a gown? And think, damn, she looked good. Like, because she's yeah, got a gown on.
1: because it's almost like they're glamorous, right? Like, they're you're almost idolized when you're in the gown. Like, you're right. perfect. You're on a pedestal. Like, you can't be touched. I feel like that's how they see you. I was yeah. telling everybody, I was like, you know I don't look like this in real life, right? I just, we just need to get on the same page. Right. You will never right. see me like this again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, good for them. Uh, I hope everything works out with Claire and Dale. How M- it more should. Than- uh, I just can't believe I said Claire, Chippendale. I hope that uh, but more than anything, I hope that everybody's in this for the right reasons because it's not fair to play Thank with people's you. emotions like
1: that. Thank you. Yes. It's um, not fair, Dale.
0: Dale, come on, Dale. Keep it real. Keep it real. And you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay to have some Hagen Dots every now and again, Dale. But remember, you got a brand now. Just be careful. Uh uh now, nah, let's take a break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. And that's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life, with premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: Yo, did you see this video of the young man who was talking to Cam Newton? Did you see this video?
1: I did.
0: So in case you guys didn't see this, Cam Newton, former NFL MVP, uh, former All-Pro quarterback, was at his camp, his very own camp.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and he was getting trolled by one of the kids there. The kid was calling out to Cam, saying that Cam was ass and that Cam was a free agent, that he wasn't on the team. Uh, I'm not going to say the young man's name just because it's a kid. Jessup. Wow, Jessup. Oh, so you think he's... But now, so the, it went viral and everybody was praising they put
1: Cam. The, I saw it on like a, a major... Tw- uh, somebody put it on Twitter. It wasn't like it was even a troll. Like some actual publication put it on. I didn't realize it was a secret.
0: So what he was basically telling Cam is like, Cam was like, I'm rich, I'm rich. And he's like, yo, you're about to be poor because Cam Newton doesn't have a team right now. He's on the backside of his career. I think everybody at follows Football knows that. Uh, but uh, this kid got a lot more hate than I th- thought that he would and people were really like coming to Cam Newton's defense. The young man has since apologized.
1: As and, he should.
0: And he was saying, okay, so I'll tell you what, what, what the apology said. Um, Yeah. His name is Jesseth Owens. Uh, like you already said, he said that first and foremost, I want to express my deepest apologies, deepest apologies to Cam Newton, my entire org, my coaches. Uh, and my coaches for my actions at the seven on seven tournament. So it was a seven on seven tournament uh, this past weekend. I did not ten for it to get as far as it did. First off, first I would like to start off by saying my parents never. T- first, you already said first, bro. Second, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing, man. Like first, you know, you know what I mean? Like you know, now you got me man saying
1: apologize. it. He's a kid. No,
0: he said first, and then he said first again. It's second now, bro. <laughs> Pay attention to the books as much as you do to the field. All right. Second, one plus one is two. Okay, so uh, second, what well, you should have said, I would like to start off. You're not starting off.
1: You already started. Man, I'm we're saying getting
0: lost I'm, by <laughs> saying it was it was uh, by saying my parents never taught me to, to to people disrespectful to talk to people disrespectful. As a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me, and it was a huge miscommunication. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Do you think that publicly? <laughs> flog- why
1: did we even read this apology? I know, it was whatever. <laughs> do you
0: think that pub- Do you think that publicly a- a flogging this child for talking shit to a grown ass millionaire is appropriate on Twitter, Rachel? You think yep. why? I, t- make me understand this. I like this is a kid.
1: Well, one, I didn't see like the flogging as you said, but here is my thing. He was trying to be funny. He was trying to do something for the gram. He was trying to go viral. And this is what happens when you try to do this. You know, he had his friends filming it. He was taunting. He was heckling Cam because he thought he was trying to have his moment. And I feel like that's what this generation does a lot of. Everybody's trying to have their one viral moment. It's almost as if that's what they aspire to, right? Like we just want a moment. We want to become popular because of this. We want to have this dance, this video, this saying, whatever it may be. This song, Mm -hmm. I feel like it was warranted because the kid needed to be taught a lesson. And sometimes you need to be taught a lesson in a hard way. Basically, people were doing to him what he did to Cam. I don't care if Cam is rich, if Cam has um, this successful career. Yes, he's on the back end of it, but let's not take away from what he did on the front end of his career. Mm -hmm. Like, this man was using his time and his money to put on a camp to encourage and uplift young black men, and then this dude, what he thought was funny, tried to come at Cam, and it wasn't funny. And I and I a hundred percent think that he should be, you know, called out for this type of behavior. And I'm confused as to why you don't. I don't care <laughs> how, how old he. What was he, he? Fifteen, sixteen. A kid. He's how old, how old was he? How old was he? Look, he's he's class, enough.
0: he's class of 2022. However So he's old,
1: 17?
0: Yeah, however old, old that makes old him. Old enough. 16 yeah. or
1: 17. He's old however enough. He old can drive. Makes- he's Come a on. Kid. You act like he's 10. If what? he was 10, it would be a different he's a thing. Kid. He's 16, 17. He's Nobody a kid. else was heckling. I'm Nobody else was you. out there. I-, I gotta
0: be real with you. I liked it.
1: I well, like that that's type why, of time. Then why I you so like, sorry for him? Because
0: I expect that from kids. What I don't expect is for adults to baby a grown man. Like, oh, look at this kid abusing Cam Newton whatever. Cam Newton hears worse than that from adults all the time. It's, it was
1: a it's, teaching it's, moment.
0: It's a, no, it, it, no, it could have been a teaching moment.
1: Well, but we Cam not, tried. That,
0: that, that's not what we made it. We, it could have been a teaching moment. What we made it is a public ridiculing
1: of a kid. I really didn't see all of this because, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not as uh, right. immersed in the sphere. Right. But I felt like Cam tried to make a moment out of it. He did, like Cam that. reacted he did. like at first when Cam was like, I'm rich, I'm rich. I was like, OK, chill out. Like, I didn't like that but he quickly turned his response into like let me talk to your dad like let's make and then he put out the second video where he really tried to make something good come about of come about it yeah. i don't i think it's babying him this child as you like to say which is a teenager mm-hmm. if he's 17 he's 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 legal in some states okay wow 17 Wow. Babying him. Try him as an adult, be... Rach. <laughs> wow. Don't forget. Try wow. him as an
0: adult. Babying wow.
1: him would be to excuse this type of behavior. He's old enough to know better. Babying Look, him is to let this go. Oh, he's just a kid. No, you're old no. enough to know better. You're looking at colleges. You're looking at your next career move. Possibly if you don't go to college, trade school, something, you're about to be out the house. Okay. Can't baby this type of behavior. You don't talk to You don't talk to people this way. If okay. he was 10, 11, 12, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking 17. at Jesse Owens
0: right now. He is the 86th ranked player in Pennsylvania as it stands right now. Um, and he is 2,600 uh, nationally. Okay.
1: Okay. He's, he seems, so what star What star recruit is he? Sounds uh, about a three. I'm not sure. Probably like, about a three.
0: He's maybe like a three star, but it, they, they don't have it really ranked here because um, I'm on max preps. He's six feet, 196, so good size. He was a sophomore last year, so he's going into his junior year.
1: What's his position?
0: Uh, he is an outside linebacker slash running back. Okay. okay. So he's a kind of, you know, kind of a tweener a guy like that. So he seems like he might have a future in the sport uh because he's a sophomore. His body is just starting to develop and stuff like that. Look, here's my only thing with this. My only thing is. I expect the kid to make the kid mistake. I expect the kid, they're all they're always kids like that. They're, and I like that more. If I was a coach, I'd be more sort of enamored with him now. Because I remember back when we used to be playing pickup basketball, and the guys from No Limit Records would come out there. There were two types of guys that would come out to play that that would there were two types of guys that would uh that would react. There are two types of ways, shall I say, the guys would react to playing with C-Murder and P and the rest of those guys. One way is just to be on they nuts. Mm-hmm. Everything. Just to be on they nuts. Oh, my God. Great pass, Master P. Oh, God. What a great screen, C-Murder. Hey, don't worry that you've shot 10 times in a row and bricked whatever. I'm not going to say who was doing that, but there was one guy out there from the camp that would be doing that. You'll get him <laughs> next time. You'll get him next time, No limit, soldier man. All right? I hate that shit. When I see them on the court, I want a scalp. Is what I want. That's what I want. Is if that who I, you were? Yeah, that's how tell I me was.
1: Some, tell me, tell me, tell me some of the if things see, you'd say to if I uh, see you Mr. on the court.
0: Mil- if I see you on the court, I want to scalp. I want to do you.
1: Tell want, me one of the things you would say to. Uh, nah, it's not. King. It's
0: not about doing it. It's about playing as hard as possible and competing at the highest level, and not just them. But when the LSU basketball players would come. To to catch him in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where I'm from. I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. You know, some guys would be all on their nuts. Oh hi, Randy Livingston. Hi, how are you? Oh, it got passed from Randy Livingston. Oh yeah, daddy. No, I want to scalp. Stop. <laughs> I want to. I want to put you in the dirt. It's not, I might. I might not get a chance to play against you again. And that's the Kid saw Cam, and he's talking his shit. It
1: it, it went too far. Right, like if he had if he had said it once, maybe twice, and he got a laugh, okay. But he kept going and going, and it was like, yeah. all right, bro, like just chill out. It's not funny anymore. He probably like been it. waiting. He probably been waiting all month. As soon as the camp happened, like knew what he was gonna say. Like I don't know. I just didn't like all it. All you gotta it do, all cortes. you gotta do now, is
0: you just gotta go out and back it up. Just, just Seth Owens. You gotta back it up now. You gotta make it now.
1: Yeah, you gotta get out of the eighties.
0: <laughs> yeah, it you 80s. you gotta you gotta you gotta make step it in now. the
1: top one hundred. Yeah, in like, the country. In the you country. 2,600? Got-
0: now you gotta make it. Because if we if we fast forward three <laughs> years and you putting out rap videos, on rap videos on YouTube, everybody's gonna clown the shit out you. If you, if you J-O the flamethrower rapper from Pennsylvania or whatever, if that's what you're name, nah, you gotta make it now. All right? Now, other kids, I'm saying, like, he's got to, he's put that pressure on himself.
1: I'm just laughing at the rap name that you gave me. J.O. J.O. The J-O flame that's, that's the first thing I did. J.O. the a flamethrower. <laughs> these,
0: these names are dumb now. Don't, 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 act like, don't act like these names are dumb. There's a guy out there called yeah. Spot him, got him. No. Like, <laughs> this is Spot em, got him. This is June Buck Challenge guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's move on from that. Hold on. That was a t- terrible transition. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, did you see what happened? Speaking of football, let's stay on football real quick. Deion Sanders, did you see this? What happened to Deion Sanders? He got yeah. jacked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You guys. I feel like we're going to disagree on this one, too.
0: We're going to disagree about... So Deion Sanders, I don't know if you guys know who that is. He's a former NFL Hall of Famer. I would hope that you would know who Deion Sanders is. He's a new coach of Jackson State University. Jackson State had their first game. They won. I think it was like 53 nothing. Shout out to Jackson State. Southern University mm-hmm. is better, but shout out to Jackson State. And Dion apparently, after the game, gave a press conference where he said all of his stuff got stolen. <laughs> they stole all of his stuff. They stole all of his credit cards, his phone. and all of his his phone. Yeah, and all of that stuff like that it got stolen. Then, miraculously, later, it's a ma- very miraculous. Miraculously, later, it came back, and then they said that they misplaced this stuff. They found all of this stuff, uh, and Dion was mistaken. Dion says he's not mistaken about anything. Dion says his stuff got jacked. He's very upset about it. What's yes. your? How can we disagree on this? Like, what's your take? Like, what's what's the deal?
1: I didn't like the way that he went about announcing that. You Why? know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not saying that he shouldn't be upset. Obviously, because he said a second time that it's happened. But like, you just won fifty three to zero. You're doing a good thing. You're setting an example by going to an HBCU, like giving uh, back to HBCUs. I, I bring in awareness so, talking about what these players and these athletic programs need, what they don't have versus some of these D one schools, and then you want to get in a press conference and announce to everyone that, what goes on in an HBCU. Not once, but twice. Like, come on, man, keep that to yourself. Wait a the, minute. The, nobody in that wait. press conference was going to help you find your wallet, your your keys, your phone. It just it just opened up the door for them to like give people the opportunity to judge. The athletes that go to the school, the people that are affiliated with Jackson State, and the school itself. Like we're trying to uplift HBCUs and you wanna make a public service announcement that your stuff got stolen. I just felt like it could have hand leave it to the authorities, right? Nobody, you announcing that was not gonna help you find your stuff. It wasn't. Uh,
0: okay. So what you're saying is You humiliated them. You publicly shamed it. You say just, you're saying that Dion should have took that one for the culture.
1: No, uh, no, I'm just saying, tell the authorities, right? Like, go to the authorities. My stuff got stolen. Make a report and keep it moving. He came in there, like, came in there, sat down, grabbed the microphone. It's like, what's wrong, Dion? Stuff got stolen. It's uh, it's just, yes, it's painting the, fine. Take one for the culture, however you want to phrase it. To me, to me, it didn't serve any purpose. There was nothing that could be done. All you were doing was just speaking bad. And, and you were angry, and I get it. And He was frustrated. I understand that. And sometimes people take out their frustration in the wrong way. I know I'm guilty of it as well. But come on. Like, people are going to think, a lot of people don't know a lot about Jackson State. Now they're going to be like, Deion Sanders went to be the head coach, and they're stealing stuff's folks that, they stuff, folks. They're stealing stuff there. They're
0: they, they stealing from people. I can't talk. I can't Look, talk.
1: They're stealing. Yes.
0: So here's the thing. Dion went to Florida State. Okay? Yes, he did. Dion went to Florida State. Now, look, I went to an HBCU, Southern University. I never got anything stolen from me. Yeah. I, I never got anything stolen. But from time to time,
1: shit happens. Happens everywhere.
0: But it happens else. But that's my thing. There's crime on every single college campus around. All right? Speaking, when we talk about Cam Newton, Speaking of Cam Newton, I'm not even going to bring that up. No, don't, see, don't do it. it. Don't see, do it. Do I'm, it. Do I'm, it. I'm not even going to bring on. that up. Oh, man. I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> to bring that up. I was about to bring that up. I'm not even going to bring that up. I treat him like he like he hasn't made mistakes. Like he hasn't made mistakes in the past. All right? Treating Cam Newton like as if there wasn't a mistake that he made.
1: That has but nothing you know, to do with this. Getting that on not, that
0: kid. Getting on that little boy that. has like nothing that.
1: to do with this. Let's stick to the issue at hand.
0: Right. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is there's crime on all college campuses. So when he came out there, I think he was reacting in the moment,
1: saying, yes, yo, he
0: I got jacked his He didn't even really get into the funny part is, he didn't really get into the X's and O's of the game. He didn't say-
1: No, he didn't. <laughs> It was
0: funny. See, that's funny as hell. Dion came in. It wasn't as if, like, he came down and went, you know, our linebackers played well. We competed well at the skill positions. Dion goes, no, the victory was cool. But let me tell you what these niggas did in the locker room. <laughs> that's
1: exactly
0: what he said. Oh, like, seriously, I came back and all of my shit was gone, but he got his I mean- stuff back.
1: I laughed at first. I'm not going to lie. It was funny. But then I started thinking about it. And then the poor school came out and made a statement. And he was like, retweeted it. And he was like, you're lying. I don't know who told you that, but you're lying. And it was like, come on, Dion. Like, it, it just could have been. Ha- and I get it. Hindsight's 20 twenty. I'm, I'm quick to react as well. But it, it just the reaction was wrong. Dion, like, if it happens a third time, Let's just not take it out at a press conference.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. I know for sure. I know for sure what Dion just did to himself. Dion has made himself the target of every wolf that is near <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Because that reaction right there, now, there's only gonna be one thing that's funnier than the first time they jacked Dion. That's the second time they jacked. This is going to be a running gag. They're going to try well, to this, get him now. This will
1: be the third. Remember, he, he said it's happened before.
0: Oh, what, they got him before? This was
1: the second time.
0: Oh, my God. Dion looked like fresh bread out in the Mississippi streets. Fresh bread. <laughs> Dion looked like fresh bread. Wolves get hungry. They got to eat. They they jacked Dion. But this is, and this is kind of a lesson for everyone. It was such a high-profile thing. When Deion Sanders came to Jackson State, we gotta change recruiting, HBCUs. Yes. There's also a chance. Look, if you've ever gone to an HBCU, if you've been to an HBCU, if you understand the HBCU experience, you understand how beautiful it is, but you also understand there are certain things that the schools need help with. Like, and it's not, it's not something foreign to understand. They're underfunded sometimes understaffed, and uh, mm-hmm. sure, surely underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And having a guy like Deion Sanders, that high-profile guy at Jackson State, might draw a microscope to some of those things. Because Deion ain't used to this.
1: Well, I'm glad he got his stuff back, but come on, y'all. Let's be better. Let's be better. Let's do better. Leave Deion alone, okay? And his stuff.
0: Something else about that is, what are you going to do with Deion Sanders' credit cards? Deion Sanders to, is one just of the most... Bra-
1: just to brag and say you got it. Do you know what I mean? That's he, probably what it he's is. He's one of
0: the most famous athletes in the history of the world. I mean, you're going to go somewhere in Jackson, you're going to go to Dillard's or something like that, and be like, hey, I'm Deion Sanders. Like, you, like it's just... They didn't think
1: do? it through. They didn't think it through.
0: He's too famous. They intercepted him. They picked him off. All right. Uh, let's take a break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. And that's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life with premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit hyundaiusa.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: Uh, this is riveting news to me. Riveting news. There's a chance that we are a step closer to getting some closure and answers in the assassination of Malcolm X. Now, guys don't know Malcolm X was assassinated in 1965. Uh, when he was killed, since he was been since he was killed, shall I say? Uh, there's been speculation. There's been a lot of art. Uh, there's even a great documentary that just came out. I think last year, the year before, Who Killed Malcolm X? There's been a lot of talk about who's responsible. Some people point the finger at Malcolm X's strained relationship uh, with uh, the Nation of Islam. Some people pointed the finger at uh, multiple government organizations like the FBI, CIA. Of course, there was a COINTELPRO program that was targeting uh, Black leaders in the country. If you guys have seen Judas and the Black Messiah or if you know anything about uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X's... Uh, in Malcolm X's life, you know that these guys were under constant surveillance and really government harassment. Uh, but just just recently here, Malcolm X's family has uh, revealed a letter that they say um, proves that the FBI and the NYPD were involved in the assassination of Malcolm X. The letter is from 2011. It's a, a letter by Officer Raymond Wood. say that Wood had been compelled by his supervisors to coax two members of Malcolm X's security team into committing crimes, leading to their arrest just days before the assassination, taking two guys off Malcolm's security team. Um, He says, I was a black undercover police officer between May 1964 and May of 1971. I participated in actions that in hindsight were deplorable and detrimental to my own black people, On the direction of my handlers, I was told to encourage leaders and members of the civil rights groups to commit felonious acts. He said that he was threatened, uh, that he threatened to resign, but that his supervisor said that if he did, they would charge him with false crimes. His supervisors, would said, concocted an alleged alleged plot to bomb the Statue of Liberty um, uh, that implicated members of Malcolm X's security detail and led to their arrests, thereby eroding uh, the I guess the the apparatus around Malcolm of his security and leading to them being able to go inside and then kill him. All right, uh, this evidence is real. This is uh, this is the, or excuse me, this attempt uh, to to bring new information to bring here is real. It's real. My question to you is: What if we find out right now that what we believe to be true? that the FBI and the NYPD plotted and ultimately succeeded in killing Malcolm X. What if we find out that that was true?
1: Hmm. I, I asked myself this question when I first saw the story and I was reading about it. I thought that happened in 1965. I'm like, what benefit does this have? Like, how, what does this really do? But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? In our community, we've been saying for a long time that this was the case, that he was assassinated, that the FBI was involved with this assassination. And I think, uh, I saw Ben Crump say, it's restorative justice. And I think that it gives credit to the things that the Black people have been saying have been happening to them for decades if this comes to light. There is a distrust of police officers, the FBI, the government of Black people. And when this type of information comes to light and we learn more about this, if this is true, then that shows exactly why Black people feel the way that they do. And I think then you still have to start doing a deep dive and understanding more about what role the police and the FBI and the government had when it came to uh, civil rights leaders, to Black Panthers. I mean, we're talking about Judas and the Black Messiah here. The other thing it made me think of is how many William O'Neills and Ray Woods are out here, right? How many were there at the time? Black people who were used by the police department, by the FBI government, whatever it may be, to turn on other black people um, who felt like they had no other way out. I'm not excusing it, but were threatened that they were going to be arrested or have certain charges or just be in a worse situation than they already were if they did not turn on their own people. It's really, really eye opening. Uh What did you think about it?
0: Well, first of all, there are a lot of forget about Vin. there are a lot of. William O'Neill's and Ray Wood's now.
1: There'll sure. always be
0: William O'Neill's sure. and Ray Wood's. There'll always be somebody who has a dis- a different set of um, motivations. Someone who is, uh, puts the me over the us. And those are the easiest people to corrupt. Just real quick on that. The reason why solidarity is so important is because solidarity lets you put the collective good over the personal good. And it gives you a perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It gives you a set of principles. We talk about things like hypercapitalism or the me, 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 I, I, I generation uh, of American life. And the real, real danger in that thinking is that it's so easily corruptible. If you are only held to the standard of yourself, mm-hmm. then... It's so easy for you to be led astray. It's so easy because there's nothing bigger than you. There's no edict. There's no nothing to believe in. There's nothing, and only it's only what works for you in the moment. And I think people that want to destabilize movements, the first thing they have to do is find those people, the people that don't want power to the people, the people that really want power to themselves. You know, and so in a situation, especially like with a with a with a guy like. Uh, William O'Neill, you know, you find him. He wants to save his own ass. Not just, not only does he want to save his own ass, but he doesn't have any allegiance to anything, right? So that's kind of what happens on this situation. So we should say that the the uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's office uh, is reviewing this right here. This is all because. Um, uh, a book that was written by Ray Wood's cousin called the Ray Wood story it's been published earlier this month, so the book was published. There are some revelations inside of the book, and now we are uh where we are uh so they're really actually looking into this. I think that this is this really ties in directly to the some of the arguments we're having right now. Um, over the police's role in our community, Mm -hmm. over law enforcement's role in our community, it ties directly into some of those conversations right now. So, Mm -hmm. let's say that we know for sure, right, that a government entity or a city entity like the FBI or the CIA directly applied to kill a black leader. Okay, Malcolm X is responsible for no acts of violence. Uh, Malcolm X. Either his time with the nation or his time after that was responsible for uh, zero um, terrorist acts or anything like that. Now, there are all sort of beliefs that the nation has. There are all sort of things that people, that offend all types of people. I'm not excusing any of that stuff. I'm telling you that Malcolm X was a scholar and a thinker and he represented black manhood and black strength at a time where we didn't really, uh, we didn't really weren't able to, to express that as openly and widely. and He led to the rise of people who refused to be treated in a certain way by their government. But, you know, obviously there are some things that Brother Malcolm said that would offend some people. That's just par for the course. It's the way that it goes. But what I'm saying is the government didn't have, if the government killed Malcolm X, they didn't have any reason to. The only reason that they would have to kill him is to stop the progression of what they thought was black liberation. Or a group that was speaking directly to black people. So there was, there was no that so I'm not saying that the government ever has a reason to kill anyone, but I'm saying that in this particular, there's no justification for this at all. There was no plot to to destroy a bunch of people. There was none of that, none of that was happening. Okay. Uh, so we have to make sure that a lot of people that don't know a lot about Malcolm X's life would not have would not have thought that. And actually, to that point, at the end of Malcolm X's life, he had taken a religious pilgrimage to Mecca. Right. And he had come back and actually changed a lot of his beliefs, right? A lot of the ways that he had looked at society before, he had left the Nation of Islam, and he, had, he looked at things in a more equitable way, was willing to work with different people. Malcolm was evolving to something different than he had been before, okay? That's not to say that I'm not using that as, oh, Malcolm X had turned better. I'm just saying the Malcolm X that they actually ended up assassinating wasn't even a guy that they should have been as afraid of. It's not Malcolm X that they were afraid of. It was Black liberation and continues to be Black Mm -hmm. liberation that they're afraid of. Um, So I say all that to say that if we know that Malcolm X uh, was killed by the government, then what has to happen is accountability. Like direct accountability. And, okay. it, it, and the when I say direct accountability, I mean the NYPD and the FBI have to find some way to repay the debt to black people that is left in the absence of that man.
1: What does that look like, though?
0: It does, it, it's How can un- you do
1: that? How can you do that when you took that away from us? Like, I, I don't even know what that looks like.
0: It's an unpayable debt. But the reality is that it has to be paid. The only thing that matters in any of these situations is accountability. Do you have any idea, which I'm sure you do, how much different black American society might be had Malcolm oh X God. and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Medgar Evers and those other gentlemen but how that's what have, I'm have, have they stayed alive?
1: Like even them coming together and saying we like admitting to it, right? Taking accountability for what they did. Okay, but you 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 can never give back to us what you took away. So I don't know what that looks like. That's that's the thing. You're right. But then the question is, what does that look like?
0: Well, the first thing it looks like is a gigantic sum of money to Malcolm X's family because they lost an actual member of their family. Sure. So that's the first thing. The first thing it looks like is a gigantic gigantic sum of money to their family if that were the case because they, they lost somebody. There's obviously uh, a huge cultural void but then there's like a real void of somebody's dad being killed in front of their children. I want people to think about the, mm-hmm. the, how horrific this is. This is mm-hmm. a father being shot to death in front of his wife and his kids. Okay? Well, I have done anything. So think about that. This is... Uh, like, uh, if we're to believe that this was at the hand of the government, how what a horrible thing it is. And then secondly, we really have to take a, a hard look at law enforcement's role in this co- in this country. We've talked about it before. We talked about terms like defunding, terms like divesting from the police. What we're saying now is that the police are being used as weapons of American white supremacy. That's and it. as taxpayers <laughs> in this country, we don't want to pay into that. We don't want to pay into a bounty on our heads. So we want some of that money put in places where we can better use it. We don't want to pay people to kill our leaders. Mm -hmm. We don't want to pay people to kill our brothers and sisters. That's not what we want to do. And if we're paying for it now, if we always have to pay for it, we want to pay a little bit less to that. And I think people have to see the ways that American law enforcement has been used Against the black community,
1: yeah, yeah, and that's what I was saying. I think it gives credit to that. I think you know if if this comes out to so this is the truth and they and they're able to further prove this, it, you can see why black people feel the way they do at least listen we've been we've been able to see it. We've known about it, just like we didn't wake up in 2020 to what's been going on. Other people are just not realizing it. But sometimes you got to break things down and make it so simple for other people to understand. And I think this gives credit to that, where people are like, could be like, okay, this has been happening. You know, this is why black people do not trust the police or the government
0: or the government. Oh, uh and trickles down into everything, right? There's somebody right now everything. thinking, why would I get a vaccine when the FBI... And you guys don't think that. Why would I get a vaccine when the FBI killed uh, Malcolm X? You know? And the vaccine is not a government thing, right? These are private pharmaceutical companies that the government is trying to push it because they want to get the economy back on. But the reality is that this... this when you have a lack of accountability, like the uh, uh, brilliant brother Crump said, when you have a lack of accountability, there can be no trust. Because we don't think we don't feel like we're living in an equitable society. I will mm-hmm. say something else is, and the last thing I want to kind of say on this is, J. Edgar Hoover's name should not be on any federal buildings in the United States. The J. Edgar Hoover Building is the, the is the uh, the FBI headquarters in Washington D.C. His name should be taken off of that building. Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's it's one thing to have George Washington's name on a building, right? George Washington was a brutal and dedicated slaver, but he was also the first president of the United States of America and set a lot of precedents that uh, commanders in chiefs still use. He's basically shaped and defined what the American presidency is. You see why he's remembered or celebrated in the way yeah, that he is. Yeah, you yeah. see that. That makes a lot of sense. You, you you see that. In this particular case, if I'm to believe, and we know for a fact, that Jericho Hoover tried to get Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. to commit suicide, okay? He wrote him a letter saying, you have to kill yourself. Uh, We know that J. Edgar Hoover was directly involved, or we suspect, very highly suspect, he was directly involved in orchestrating the death along with the Chicago police of Fred Hampton. If we think that J. Edgar Hoover's FBI was then involved in uh, Malcolm X. Uh, Being assassinated If we think that J. Edgar Hoover Had anything to do With any of the Litany of assassinations As he was probably The most powerful man In the U.S. At that point uh, That happened throughout The 50s and the 60s If we think that's true Then Hoover is a war criminal Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. He
0: was uh, the acting director Of the FBI For a very long time He shaped in a lot of ways What that organization is And I get it I tell you, the FBI hasn't made enough of a difference in my life, to be honest with you, to where I would excuse anything that J. Edgar Hoover did. J. Edgar Hoover is not, in my opinion, an American worth remembering. He's not. I'll listen to your arguments about all the other slave owner and guy, slave owning guys that wrote the Declaration of Independence and stuff like that. Intellectually, I can't separate. You know, what the declaration of independence means from American society. It's too big of a part of it, right? I can just look and say, remember the guy in the 360 way? Sure, he wrote the De- Declaration of Independent Independence. He also raped a woman for her whole life and let his kids live in slavery. Just tell the whole story. With Jericho Hoover, I don't think the story is that compelling beyond the things I'm talking about. Sure, he, he ended a run of American crime by cracking down on babyface Nelson and goddamn Bonnie and Clyde and John Dillinger and all of those guys. And he he was also very instrumental in forming the FBI. I get it. But if he cut the head off all of these leaders that directly are involved with our community, and if that's something that's known, I personally think it's disgusting, disgusting, that we, that we regard him the way we do today.
1: Well, because just, and I'm not going to add too much to what you're saying, but just because of what you just said, you mentioned like, like a Bonnie and Clyde. These are people who were committing actual crimes. Right. When you mentioned Malcolm X, when you mentioned Martin Luther King, these people weren't committing crimes. These people were just fighting on behalf of their community to better their people. That's it. And you looked at them as a threat because they were trying to make black people better period. There was no crime committed. Yeah. 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 I get it.
0: It's disgusting. Uh, we're going to take a break. Okay. um, Judas and the Black Messiah is streaming on HBO right now. It's a great movie. Did you like that movie?
1: Love the movie. Love it.
0: The star of Judas and the Black Messiah, Lakeith Stansfield. We had him on this very podcast.
1: Lakeith Stansfield. He corrected you the first time you said his did name. I say no... I did I again? You did. You did. Put some respect on it.
0: Stansfield. Oh, sorry. Rich. Damn. Lakeith Stansfield uh, posted a very weird video to his Instagram yesterday. I don't know if people saw this. It was Lakeith and he was dancing with a doll. And then on his computer there was a picture of William O'Neill, who's the guy who he plays in Judas and the Black Messiah. He flipped off the picture of William O'Neill. And then he uh there was a picture of a friend of mine, Charlemagne the God, who popped up on uh the 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 uh, why'd you roll your eyes when I say Charlemagne? Did I? You did. Oh, do you, do you have issues with Char?
1: Keep going. No, I Ooh! didn't even realize I rolled my eyes. <laughs> you, don't, don't, don't. I do not have issues. I do not have issues with Charlemagne. No, tell the story. Tell the story.
0: Okay. Uh <laughs> Um. So. uh No. He. The picture of Charlemagne popped up on the computer, and then he held a gun. He had a pistol in his hand the whole time he was doing this. He held a gun up to the screen. Backstory, Lakeith and Char have been going back and forth over a couple of years. Char said that Lakeith was born to play the role of William O'Neill because <laughs> so I guess bad. he says he was born to play that role as a shot. Was, I, that was a little scary. Don't you think? Like you holding it, like putting guns up to people's faces and stuff like that. I was a little, was weird. I mean, he was
1: also dancing with a doll. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I, like, it's wrong, right? Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have, put a gun to Charlemagne's head, even if it is a picture. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about Charlemagne's interview with Daniel Kaluuya and him saying that uh, Lakeith was born to play the role? What'd you think? Petty, a little petty. A little, little petty. petty? A little petty. But look, here's the thing,
0: though. They've been a going, little petty? They've been going back and forth for a long time, though. They've been going back and forth for a long time. It was a little petty. To me, It was a shot. Me, it, was definitely, it was definitely a shot.
1: Okay, but that's, tell that's me if what's I'm been wrong, happening. but what that's what's I have always seen is mm-hmm. Charlemagne says something and Lakeith responds.
0: Not necessarily, no. When has
1: Lakeith initiated the beef?
0: Okay, so this all goes back to Lakeith's first appearance on The Breakfast Club. Okay. So he came to the Breakfast Club. Lakeith had a grill in and he was going back and forth and then whatever. I thought it was a very fun interview. But I think sometime, some, at some point in that interview, Lakeith wanted to rap. So he okay. rapped. And Charlamagne, what Charlamagne does on the Breakfast Club, if you rap and he doesn't like it, he says, he's not feeling it, right? Okay. He's not, he's not feeling it. After this, there was some back and forth between them. But I remember one specific time, Lakeith came out and he criticized, he criticized black media outlets like the Shea Room, Baller Alert, and he put the Breakfast Club in there. He said that they were anti-black. Okay. Charlemagne mm-hmm. then went on the Breakfast Club and got at Lakeith about all of the things he felt like Lakeith had done that was cooning or that was anti-black. Then Lakeith comes back, puts Charlemagne's face on a Sambo thing and makes a whole diss record and responds, and I thought it was kind of over. But I guess it's not over. It's not over because Charlemagne took his he shot. He brought on it the, back. He, he, he took his shot on back. The Breakfast Club. And then now we are where we are. And th- Listen, see? The there's, boy- a, there's an update today, actually. Charlemagne talked about this on, on The Breakfast Club today. I just want to bring this as part of it. He, he, he references the, the diss track, like Van saying He said, what Lakeith does is he gets online and plays the victim. And he makes it seem like I'm always coming at him. Charlemagne said after explaining why he owed that little jab at Lakeith following the actor's diss track towards him.
1: Listen, thank you, Jackson.
0: Thank you, Jackson. Your
1: boy is petty, right? Like let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Charlemagne's messy. It's it, it it's entertaining. It works for the Breakfast Club. People, he's the draw, right? Like mm. you want to hear, it's like a Stephen A. Smith. When something happens, it's like, let's go see what Charlemagne has to say about it, because he's not gonna spare anyone. He's gonna be funny about it and he's gonna be petty. This I will admit when I read it. It sounded a whole lot worse than when I actually saw the interview. Because when I saw the interview, and the moment he says to Daniel, "Don't you think he was born to play this role?" Everybody starts laughing, right? And so it lightens the mood a whole lot more. But it was bad, and I'll tell you why.
0: No, no, it's a major, major insult. I even told Shaolin. It's a I big told, time I told Shaolin. I, I told him. I was like, he was like, bro, it was a jab. I'm like, dog, that is a. Pretty, pretty insulting thing to say. It was because we
1: had Lakeith on here. We talked about the emotional toll it took for him to play Lakeith. We talked about what that meant, the significance of the role, um, what he had to do to prepare for it. He's been open about seeking therapy after the role. It was a lot. It was heavy. And it really took the right person and... A strong person to be able to play that role and play that role well. You right. could argue that even though the film is about Fred, Chairman Fred Hampton, that LaKeith had almost had just as much, like almost had a more powerful role in it. When you see, like, I think, the, I he think Lakeith's to the him. lead. Yeah, like when you the see the movie she, is
0: Judas and the Black That's Messiah. That's true. That's true. I think LaKeith. So, I think LaKeith is the lead of the film.
1: So I just think it was out of line because there's just so much more wrapped around this role than say like he played uninformant. And I just I, I and 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 Charlemagne had to know what was gonna what the aftermath was gonna be in saying something like this. I mean, surely he didn't know that Lakeith was gonna be dancing around with the doll and and pointing a gun at him on Insta- on social media, whatever it was, but this was too far. And I'm glad you told your friend that it was too far. I didn't say it was, it was too far.
0: I don't think it's too far. Well,
1: well what did you say? What did you I say? Said,
0: so when he was like, uh, he said he was born to play his role. I was like, bro, do you have any idea how insulting that is? Like that's super, to say somebody is like born to be William O'Neill. that's super duper insulting. Look, I don't think it's too far. If you, if if that's how we plan then that's how we plan.
1: Listen, but it wasn't the time and place to make that type of joke. Um, I it just it, it just wasn't if you've seen the movie if you understand the significance of the role it wasn't the time and place for it because the, what what what's also the reason it wasn't the time and place is because on Charlemagne's part there was truth behind it he wasn't just being funny he it was a joke with a little bit of truth in it on his part that's what he was trying to say
0: yeah 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 no i mean he he feels that way <laughs> he feels that way I guess my thing is, number one, you bring out the gun, though, bro. we playing with the choppers now, the pistols. Well, we got the—first you, you, of all, that's a—it's all going too far. That was too
1: far. That that's was too far, too. Far
0: too. You pointing a gun at somebody's—like, a gun? A gun? That, that makes me wonder if Lakeith is okay. Like, seriously. I just seriously.
1: think these, these beefs are so stupid. I think Wait it's a just, so, you say that you've had beefs. You got beefs now. Well, I do not have beefs. I don't you keep got it going. Beef. I don't keep it going.
0: You oh, I, I don't I keep it going. I might not like
1: you. I might well, not like you. That's not what liking. it is. No, because a beef, like you just keep going back and forth, back and forth, taking these jabs. I don't even, I don't even talk about you in that way. Right. right? I don't, it's but just, you have
0: beefs though. Don't act like you don't have beefs. No, they're people I don't like. There are people you don't like. I don't but,
1: just, just because I don't fuck with you doesn't mean I got beef. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't have the time of day for you.
0: Right. Well, also, this is a situation where these people, there's two people who don't really get along, right? And they keep coming up in each other's faces. They everybody's got opinions, right? You say that the Breakfast Club is anti-black, then you're in a big movie where you play a federal reform and, and all of that. They keep in this situation, if, maybe if you had to be you
1: and Hannah B, y'all got beef. No, we don't have beef. No, we don't have beef. We're just y'all, not. We're just not friends. We're not friends. Beef.
0: You're talking, no. You talking? You talking about this pod by catching it take, the. Fame you know what? It
1: takes. Oh, I'd stop. It you takes are. energy to. It takes energy to have beef. That's true. So if I'm not giving you any, you know what I'm saying? I'm not giving you anything.
0: Are you ready for clubhouse chat?
1: Clubhouse chat. Is this a new segment we're doing on the show? Yeah. Clubhouse chat. Can I just call you out because? What. I gotta call you out. Because a app. couple of weeks ago, you were like, sure. I'm done. I'm done with Clubhouse. Elon no, Musk has been on, on there too much. I'm sick of it. Y'all, I want you to know it wasn't 24 hours before yeah. I got a notification that said Van Lathan, is in a chat room it's with true. so-and-so? But you know, what's, but and you know your what? your name's been popping up like crazy. Sometimes. You are, you're on it like three times. You're but, creating rooms three times a day.
0: So, I, first of all, I don't create rooms. First, oh, excuse uh, me. I don't Oh, rooms. excuse me. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing what happens. Number one is, Sometimes I'll get the clubhouse notification and I'll hit it and then it'll just throw me into a room. I don't know. That's one thing in the clubhouse. Secondly is, my my clubhouse crew wants me to be a part Bishop Brigante, Royce the 5'9", Glasses Malone, Lisa, Tracy Lee, Mech, the whole crew we got a thing on Clubhouse. They want me in these rooms. Like, I'm part of the fabric of our little crew.
1: Sometimes I see I see you in rooms, and those people you just named aren't in them.
0: No, You never see... That's not true. That's not <laughs> it's true.
1: It's
0: true. Damn. Let's see here. Let's you see. like okay. it.
1: Just, still, just embrace it. You love Clubhouse. It's
0: fun, it's fun sometimes. Sometimes it's too much. All right, let's look. Let's see what kind of rooms we got. So they got uh, a digital book club, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, uh no. They got real relationship talk. No. Vanguards of New Orleans culture. Oh, that's hmm. Hmm. No. Uh, oh wow. Wow. Is there an Exodus from the States? Uh no. Let's see what else is on here. Oh, Daft Punk.
1: Yeah, I don't up. really know their music like that, but I saw that. Twenty-eight years.
0: Twenty-eight years they're together. Uh has the violence in hip hop become too much?
1: Oh, because of what just happened with Roddy Rich at a music video, right?
0: Okay, so that's let's, let's, so that's that's one there, that, that's one right there. Has the violence in hip hip hop become too much? I'm toxic and I'm proud. Is a, is a room that's going on right now, which I love.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Uh, i I'm, I'm toxic and proud. Okay, so this is another one. Men don't want love. We want loyalty and food that's how many
1: the people are in that room how many people
0: rooms room? Room? 20 22 people are
1: in that. <laughs> all men probably too
0: okay so which one do you want to do do you want to talk about violence and hip-hop <laughs> no, or do you want to I want talk, to talk
1: about, about i want to talk about men
0: Men, you want to talk and about men love, wanting loyalty and food, lo- lo- loyalty and food. man on.
1: is this true is this true
0: is it true? Or,
1: or are they one and the same, right? Is your love, your love, which you might be defined as love, might be loyalty and food? That is love to you. I, I don't know if I'm that hung up on loyalty. What? I, I'm less of a, I, I, I don't. That's you, you're alive, man. You're alive. I, I, I'm being honest. I, Everybody I, I, wants somebody who's loyal to them. Loyal,
0: like, what do you mean by loyal? What do you mean? Give me an example. The,
1: word, the word can only be used in one way. No, but tell me like, loyal like they're, faith- they're faithful to you. They have mm. your back, like through thick and thin, no matter what. They're they down for you. They have my back you. through
0: thick and thin. They're uh. down
1: for you. Like lo- being loyal is just another word- way for saying a down ass chick to me.
0: Okay. I don't think I care about that that much.
1: So your girl can step out on you, and it's not that big of a deal. <sighs> I could get over it. How many not, times? I'm,
0: not, I, I'm not it's not I don't I don't care but I really I'm being honest. Like I could I like I don't give a fuck about I mean I care I don't wanna I don't feel in any way like I don't think I don't feel like uh I don't fucking care. Like I don't feel any sense of ownership over anybody?
1: It's not ownership. Yeah. It's a relationship. It's trust. It's mm-hmm. like, like, you're not going to be out here embarrassing me. Like, you're going to be out here in these streets. You don't care about that? I know, you don't care I that care, if you're going guess... through something and instead of, like, kicking you while you're down or leaving you, you know, like, out in the, like, just, just out there, mm-hmm. instead, she's going to be loyal and pick you up when you're down. Like, be there as a support system. Yeah. To help you, you know, go through this thing called life. That's a loyal person, right? If she did not figure it out, man, then why do you have anybody in your I'm life?
0: I'm just be- because <laughs> this is this is this is the reason why. It's I-, I don't need anybody for a ceiling. I need somebody for an attic, right? So the way I look at that is there- there's there's nothing that I need to establish a foundation. I'm with somebody that makes my life better, right? So I I don't need to, this is just me. And I guess this also comes from my parents' relationship. And the reason why it comes from my parents' relationship is because I I watched my parents, two people who I know were in love with each other, just Mm -hmm. not make each other's lives better. Just it was, their relationship was such a struggle to hold on to. Mm -hmm. It was like such a... uh, and it wasn't just the regular, any relationship is going to be a struggle. Your friendships are going to be struggles, right? Because you're going to grow and grow different ways and all of that. But when I watched them, it was like, a, it was the situation to where they just kind of, it took so much out of them. Like all of that stuff. Yeah. And to, And that just made me want to have a relationship that's more about somebody to laugh with and somebody to get better with and somebody that all of the other stuff is important it it, it is, but I also spend too much time on that. my own, like it's like I don't know, man, it's like why what, what do you want rela- f- what do you want a relationship for van it's not it has nothing to do with loyalty it's somebody is literally somebody to go to the movies with. It's literally somebody to you could to go on do vacation that you could with. have a
1: best friend and and do that with nah, no, yeah, no. you could.
0: You 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 could, but it's not the same. Well, so, say,
1: like, the reason loyalty is so important to me is because,
0: also, also, it's not about a relationship; it's about a person. No, it's about thing.
1: a person. One but, person. But,
0: one person well, that you feel like is all of those things. Yeah, and that's but when kind you're of what together, you are together. It's a relationship, and
1: the reason loyalty. I'm like, I'm very independent, right? Mm-hmm. My dad would say, "Will say, Rachel doesn't need a man, right? She doesn't need that." But because I'm so independent, when I have that that strong feeling of support. Like to me, I need that. I need you to be loyal to me. I need, and not like a worshiping or like a a dog type thing. Mm -hmm. I just need that support. I need to know like you have my back, and I give that. And and it's not just it's not just one sided. Like for me, I give that as well. So I want that in return. I I,
0: like like people to have your back. Just
1: just down for me at the end of the day. But I want it with somebody that like uh, that I love, not just in a friend. Like a friend can't give me that type of relationship. Like I want right. my the person I love, the one I have feelings for, the one, yeah.
0: my. Nah, partner. I get it. it. It's like the whole, the hold me down, down for me thing. It's kind of stupid to me.
1: It's not to me. I, I, go through I, I a lot. get it.
0: I, I understand it. But also, it's also because I have a lot of people who are down for me. And also, it, it's it really has to do more with anything. It's like, whether you're down for me or whether you're not down for me like i'm gonna be fine
1: (laughs) you know why i call bs on that because we've talked because on this podcast we've talked about like things that we've struggled with and that we've gone through and you're always giving a shout out to your girl about how like she's down for you not maybe not the same language that you're using but like Mm -hmm. you couldn't i don't want to put words in your mouth but it's almost as if like like she's helped you get through certain things. She's been there for you. She's like, mm-hmm. and it's that's a that's loyalty. That's loyalty, and it's helped you get through certain things.
0: All right. That's because that's because she's exceptional, right? But like, yes, she is. But the but the reality of that situation is that even if she wasn't, I'd still have to get through those things. So when you, but when could I'm, you? You'd have to. But when, when could I'm, you? When I'm crediting her, I'm crediting her for doing what she was moved to do, not for doing what she had to do
1: no, I get that
0: right, so' you like you yeah. have to
1: be loyal so I-
0: you, you, you still give credit where credit is due, right you still you, you still like say, Hey, I was going through this, and this person was there, and all of that stuff, but I, really I'm telling you i I wonder right now if I were to call my sister right now, I bet she feels the same way i'm there's this there's this thing. And it's hard. I'll be honest with you. There's this thing that's missing in me. Mm -hmm. It it, it really is. There's a a glitch in Van. There's a glitch to where I'm like, yo, there was a point in my life where people really didn't give a fuck what I was doing. Like, I was really just left to figure out life Mm -hmm. on my own. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, we're wrapped up in what it is that we're doing. We got the stuff over here. We're fighting, we're fussing, we're doing this. they'll be okay. they'll figure it out sometimes in that we failed sometimes, and so for me, even throughout my entire twenties, came out to l a like on my own, I have friends that I've known since literally I was in the first grade, came out to l a on my own, had to do all of this stuff, and they got to they they it got to a point seriously to where if I failed, there was nobody I could call mhm, like. I had called in a couple of favors. My my mother would do anything for me, and she has done stuff. There were times like you know, but it was like you can't go back to that well. Like right. I had to kind of figure shit out. There was no, and so because of that, I don't expect anybody to have the answers for me. Or I know I, I get what you're saying. No, I understand yeah. it. But you yeah. know what? I think I think no. It's it's a it. I give you an example. I was in a conversation with my boy Gina, and uh, he was he was this was before I was moving to LA, and he was like, "Yo, you can go out there. You're not gonna have anybody around you. Your family and the, your family and stuff not gonna be around." I was like, "That's okay." And he was like, "Well, everybody needs family." And you know, what my first thought was, "Not me, not really." Like so when you were talking about like wanting to go home. Like, back home to Dallas. First place and I really, want to go. First to see my place grandmother. you want to go. You want to see mm-hmm. your, You want to go back home. You want to go to Dallas. Me, me, my mother, my father, and my sister, I've said this before on the podcast, haven't all been in the same room for 20 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a, it was an era. And now it's gone. And I don't really, I don't, it's, it's, either it's that I don't miss it or it's that.
1: You've learned to deal with that. Okay. I've
0: learned, to, I've, 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 Yeah. I've adapted.
1: And yeah. so, now,
0: so it's now it's like the people that I have, have in my life are the people that make my
1: life better. I guess it's more of when you do love, mm-hmm. right? For To go back to the clubhouse. When you love, what is it that you want out of that love?
0: When you do love, what is it that you want
1: out of like, that love? I want loyalty. Maybe because there was a time when I wasn't loyal, <laughs> so, hey. that, that's what it, so maybe maybe that's what I want now.
0: Um, I don't think that I want anything as much as I want her.
1: Aww.
0: So I think <laughs> that's probably the thing. And I think to be honest with you, there's parts of this that I have to evolve on mm-hmm. because I think sometimes these glitches in me they affect mm-hmm. her because of I think they do. I think sometimes. It, I'll get that makes you to a degree like you can be emotionally self-centered you can just you can forget that other people need other things from you because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you, you it's hard for you to give something that you don't feel like you need to have right
1: well that's where that love languages stuff comes into play I right? love
0: language and shit is bullshit
1: well no because no I, maybe the maybe the five languages fine whatever but just the concept of you give love based on how you feel loved. And that's right. not necessarily how the person receives it. To me, that's the best thing out of the whole book. Forget the, fi- with the five, whatever they are. It's My just...
0: love language is watching Avengers Endgame then. Because that's what oh, I, I feel to, the most love. to Tom
1: Holland today.
0: Oh, did the you? Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man? Yeah, see, this, they're wasting, they're wasting <laughs> their time with you. All of that stuff <laughs> we had a fantastic is a waste. had time.
1: People All love All of that BMW's. stuff is...
0: Why would you be talking to the, the Russo brothers though? About because what? the
1: Russo brothers just had a new movie with Tom Holland starring in it called Cherry.
0: Cherry, yeah, Cherry. Yeah, they did, they're, they're working. You know what, ha- this is what happens real quick with stuff like that. You know why they're working with him? Because, obviously, they did Spider-Man, they did, uh, well, they didn't do Spider-Man, but they did Avengers Endgame and all that stuff like that. In the downtime between all of these other movies that they have to do, they want to go out and, and and do a quick film. Like, uh, uh, they they do it with the guys that they're right around. They go, hey Tom, we got a movie. You're perfect. Let's do it. We got six weeks before we got to start pre planning something else. And they go out there and they shoot a quick film. Uh, uh John Favreau what... did that, huh?
1: Oh, I said is that what they did? That's
0: what they did. I already know. <laughs> Like I just love languages. I I want who I wanna I wanna <laughs> down that chick. I wanna down that I, I wanna get caught up in be down for me.
1: And you try so you try so hard not oh, to say I a certain somebody. phrase because it's it's probably used too much that you you're really saying the same thing just without saying the word. Okay, job. Okay, I, I need job. A, I need a chick okay. that when I'm <laughs> doing
0: bad and give be a couple of dollars and, and I can cook up a whip up a cool meal and stuff like that. Y'all don't even fucking have jobs Y'all want all of this shit Y'all want to sleep on somebody's couch Like like, forget about her What do you First of all To to most of y'all Forget about what you want out of her Forget about that question Start
1: asking what you want out of you Okay do you know who you're sounding like? Who? (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) Kid Samuels? Oh, <laughs> <King> Samuels. <laughs> what? Rate yourself on a scale. Rate of yourself of one, one to ten.
0: <laughs> but look, I would never speak to a lady like that. I would never speak to a lady like that. But sometimes when he's talking to the men, not to the ladies, because women different. He's talking some real shit though.
1: I just need somebody to
0: understand how hard it is to be. Shut the fuck up.
1: All
0: right. Is this dumb? segment we love when we rate whether something is stupid or smart I love this headline women (laughs) dressed as elderly adults they got caught trying to get a COVID-19 vaccine so I haven't seen this story yet Uh, I don't know where this took place if I was going to guess I
1: believe Florida (laughs) (laughs) fucking Florida (laughs)
0: If I was gonna guess where this took place, uh, I would definitely, definitely guess Florida. Um and it happened in Orange County, <laughs> it was happened in Orlando. So <laughs> man, shout out no. to Florida, man. <laughs> um, yes, they they dress up to make themselves appear older to get coronavirus vaccinations and were turned away and issued trespass warnings. Dr. Raul Pino, the state health officer in Orange County, said the women disguised themselves with bonnets, gloves, and glasses. What the hell is this? <laughs> bonnets? Uh,
1: <laughs> Who's wearing the bon- bonnets? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Sheriff's spokesman Michelle Guidos told the Orlando Sentinel that the women altered their birth years on their vaccination registrations to bypass the state system, which prioritizes people Age 65 or older, it appeared that the women had gotten the first shot, but unclear where. Rachel, is this dumb?
1: It's, it's beyond dumb. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. Yes, it's dumb. Dressed up in bonnets and gloves and glasses. I mean, the fact that... I mean, no, man. Maybe it's not because they got away with it the all. first time. They got It's wrong. It's wrong. It's not dumb. I don't dumb. think it's wrong. wrong. What? No. All these... Half a million people have died of COVID and mm-hmm. you got people dressing up like it's just Halloween out here trick-or-treating. Trying for to vaccine. get the vaccine. Trick-or-treating for a vaccine. Trying to
0: get the vaccine, though.
1: They're yes, trying jumping, to do the right thing. Up. They're trying... Okay, they're trying to do the right thing at the wrong time, right? What? Because it- it's not their time yet. Thirty-five and forty-five. I bet you right time. now...
0: I bet you right now that most people who want to get vaccinated in Florida that are 65 and older can get vaccinated. I bet you right now there's plenty enough to go around. The, the reality is they're then trying. Then why
1: did they have to dress up as grannies?
0: Because the the, the things haven't been, the, the regulations Stop. haven't been like, it, it hasn't rolled out to everyone yet. But I bet most people that are in Florida that are 65 and older can't get the vaccine if they want it. There's probably, there's probably more than enough to go around for that population. I could see if supplies were limited, but they're not. Where are you getting your statistics from? Let's look right now. <laughs> Florida vaccinations. <laughs> well, ClickOrlando.com. Florida reports 4,000 new COVID cases as delayed vaccine shipments arrive.
1: Okay, that doesn't sound like people, or anybody who wants to, 65 and older, is getting it.
0: Hold on for a second. We haven't really gotten to that part. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that, look, it says right here. It says the Florida has more vaccine than it needs right now. And no, it doesn't say that. Uh, but look, here's the thing. What I'm saying is that trying to get the vaccine, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to get the vaccine.
1: Okay, but but just but lying while trying to get the vaccine is wrong, right? You had to misrepresent yourself. You lied about your age. They changed their age on their vaccine registration card, but right. then their IDs didn't match their age. I, I I just don't know what these women were thinking. I don't know what and, and, they were thinking either. And let was, you try to dress up as an old man and go. You would you wouldn't be with us right now. We'd I know be locked somebody.
0: Up. I know somebody very close to us. Very close to us. Not us. me. Not to us. Not me. It's definitely not me. It's not Kalika. I know somebody very close to us who. Have already has already gotten their first shot, younger than us, younger than me, younger than you, has already gotten their first shot.
1: Did we you know just this see person? them this, this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I, I feel safe. <laughs> Shame on you, and you know who you are.
0: You already got the first shot. Already got the vax, the vaxy vax. The vaccine, a vaccine, listen. Vaximus, all maximus. this lets us
1: know there are too many loopholes. We need to get our stuff together so that we can get people properly vaccinated. Because we're going to be in this for a long time if stuff like this keeps happening.
0: Look, I don't think it's dumb. I think they they tried it. It didn't work. The system worked, <laughs> but they trying to do the right. To me, right now, anybody trying to get the vaccination, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm not with this
1: it. way, Van. It just right. delays the process. Right.
0: Uh that is it. You guys, higher learning is finished. They keep taking caps off. but Do not stop learning. Um, we'll be back Thursday. Thursday, Friday. We re- record on Thursday. It'll be back on yes. uh, Friday. Tonight, The Bachelor is tonight. What yep. happens tonight? Like, tonight is hometowns. what?
1: Hometowns. Hometowns. You meet the family. Meet everyone's meet family. Families.
0: You meet the family. So, mm-hmm. they're doing hometowns at the place in Pennsylvania. So, what, are they going to bring the families out and have a weenie roast or something like that or do what are they going to do? Pretty much. Have have some fun time. So you're gonna meet the families tonight. And then next week, are they gonna start fucking?
1: It's the women tell all. The so reunion.
0: Just the reunion show. When do mm-hmm. the fantasy suites come in?
1: The week after that.
0: So after so we're two weeks from the fucking right now. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Matt? Matt and so just so we're all on the same page here. I'm sixty to eighty percent sure that Matt chose racial. 60 to 80% sure that he chose okay. Rachel. All right, just real quick before we go. The moment that Matt pitch, picks Rachel, I actually want to do something here. And hopefully Juliette Littman is listening to this. I want to do Bachelor Party Live for I the can. last episode. Yes, okay. I do. Because I have a deep feeling. I, By the way, I know nothing, guys. I know... Yeah, we don't
1: talk about this.
0: Nothing. We don't talk about this. I know nothing. I know zero. I feel like he's going to pick her based upon the Aloe black thing that happened last week. (laughs) I want the live moment. I want to be be able to react in real time. The moment Twitter fucking destroys itself when Matt James picks Rachel Kirkland out. I want to be there for. Her. I don't want to have to wait and come do the podcast the next day. So
1: you realize that if that's the case, he chose her around Thanksgiving, and we don't know what the status of the relationship could be now.
0: I doesn't can't matter? Think of a sentence that's mattered less <laughs> in ages. What you said has no bearing. You realize on what's he going to have happen. Known. I, what you said, I can't. I think keep of trying. Something I keep
1: trying to take up for Matt.
0: Uh, I can't think of anything that matters less. I can't. I really can't. Seriously.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll there for
0: Juliet. Take things off. Do not stop learning. I'm Van
1: Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay.
0: We out.